0: Thank you for joining me for Moments to Ponder Colossians. This is Episode 8. You are always and dearly loved by God, so robe yourselves with virtues of God since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. Be merciful as you endeavor to understand others, and be compassionate, showing kindness toward all. Be gentle and humble, unoffendable in your patience with others. Tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith, forgiving one another in the same way you have been graciously forgiven by Jesus Christ. If you find fault with someone, release this same gift of forgiveness to them, for love is supreme and must flow through each of these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity. Let your heart always be guided by the peace of the anointed one who called you to peace as part of his one body and always be thankful. Let the word of Christ live in you richly, flooding you with all wisdom. Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another with the psalms and with festive praises and with prophetic songs given to you spontaneously by the Spirit. So sing to God with all your hearts. Let every activity of your lives and every word that comes from your lips be drenched with the beauty of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One and bring your constant praise to God the Father because of what Christ has done for you. Colossians 3, 12-17 It's been about 13 years since these verses jumped off the page and convicted my heart. But before I tell you why, let me share a bit of my life in that moment. Thirteen years ago, I was serving in full-time youth ministry. Halfway through my master's program, my husband was unemployed and we had a preteen and a teenager in the busyness of sports and school. And if that wasn't enough, a restructure within the church organization hadn't gone as I thought it would. Needless to say, as I returned from an international mission trip, I knew I was done. My soul was tired. My heart was hurting and I needed time with Jesus. A dear friend offered a place to go, and I headed out to her cabin in the middle of a Michigan winter to rest, discover, and renew, whatever that meant. I did pray, rested, read a good book, and finally opened my Bible. I now know that God led me to Colossians, but back then, I just picked a book. In the New International Version, I read, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. I had to stop and reread that sentence bear with each other, and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. As I stared at the verse, it was as if a spotlight came on in my mind and illuminated a moment years earlier. To be honest, I didn't even realize I was carrying unforgiveness, and in fact, the moment wasn't the problem. It was the lie that took root in my heart because of that moment. The unforgiveness fed a fear I didn't have a name for until then, but I could see all the ways that the lie had affected me. I wanted peace. It was why I had come to this cabin in the woods. I wanted the peace of Christ to rule in my heart. Right there, I kneeled before the fire and came clean. I asked him to pull the root of unforgiveness and to yank the lie arrow out that had taken hold in my heart. God used these verses to help me see the deeper issue. Yes, I needed to forgive, but even more, I needed to deal with the lie that was poisoning my heart. If you've ever been in a moment like this, you know growth and pruning can be painful. Yet I'm so thankful he loved me enough to show me the truth and the sweet peace of release that followed is the wonderful mystery of Jesus. Since Paul's letter says so much about who we are in Christ, I spent the next few hours writing the truth about who I am in Christ. Have you ever done that? Literally made a list of all the things that are true about you because of Jesus? I encourage you to take some time to write a list of all that is true of you because of Christ. Use it to come against any lie that doesn't agree with His truth. This moment to ponder has been different than the others, but I pray that my story can help you take a deeper look within you. I know forgiveness can be a hard, painful process, but I need to ask, is it difficult for you to forgive someone who has wronged you a little when God has forgiven you so much? Paul tells us how to do this right here in these verses. If we're to have compassion, kindness, patience, mercy, it has to flow out of love. Because of his love for us and in us, we can forgive. We wear the virtuous robes because of Jesus. And as we learn to love well, the virtues grow. In the Passion Translation, it says, love is the mark of true maturity. We grow in maturity as we acknowledge the areas where lie arrows live or roots of unforgiveness grow. And we look to his word to flood us with wisdom and help us apply these scriptures. And when we do, we experience a renewed heart that loves differently. As you ponder these verses and my story, search your heart and ask yourself hard questions about forgiveness. And may you never forget that you are always and dearly loved by God. Let every activity of your lives and every word that comes from your lips be drenched with the beauty of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. Amen.